And now, a toast. To the 46th ever episode of Any Ideas, the podcast about coming up with a podcast, and the second ever episode of the experimental podcast concept of tomorrow, or Epcot, the podcast that's sure to get you sloshed in the most cultured way possible. Uh, I'm Mitch Kreitzman alongside my co-host Jordan Kreitzman, and uh, Jordan, at the time of this recording, tomorrow is my birthday. Yes, Mitch. Happy early birthday to you. What are you, uh, 12 now? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I've Classic. been partying it up in <laughs> celebration of my 12th birthday. You're 12, um, I'm 48. <laughs> you know, Jordan, I've had a I've had a great birthday weekend here celebrating. Um stayed at a nice little Airbnb in Bayview, uh you know, basically the other side of the city from uh in Milwaukee from where Dustin and I right, live. Right. Um so it was nice to just kind of go out and kind of see sites we don't normally see from home so we certainly appreciated that um the big highlight really uh connected to today's topic uh has been uh drinking and getting interesting stuff from vintage stores so um (laughs) there's this place called sugar maple really close to our airbnb that is literally just a place that serves beer and a few wines but they have 60 beers on tap. Whoa. Yeah, great time. It's more than a, a uh, B-dubs, Mitch. <laughs> that, that's what I've got here in front of me, Jordan. This is what's called a crowler. Um, it's basically like a, a tall boy, but it's like the tallest boy. Um, oh, it's, a, it's, it's a big it's boy. A 30, it's a 32-ounce can of beer. Um, had a couple different ones that I tried while I was there, and this was my favorite. It is a Paloma Sour Ale, Ooh. so it's like a grapefruit sour. It's very good. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said before, getting some vintage uh, clothing and some vintage souvenirs. A lot of tiki stuff that we found, which was great, of course. Cool. Um, and today, especially, Jordan, you're, you're going to love this. Um, I got a vintage 90s Goofy shirt, which I'm really happy about. <laughs> um, and I found a, an Epcot commemorative glass today at a, at a vintage store in perfect condition. Um, Jordan... I, I, it's a glass that we had, and I can't remember if it's from the 25th anniversary of Disney World or the 25th anniversary of Epcot. But okay. I'll have to send you a picture because yeah. I I know you'll recognize it. Yeah, I'm trying to picture it because I I can maybe like kind of vaguely see it in my head, although I kind of wish it was just literally just the globe as a as a mug. <laughs> that would be very the cool. Whatever certainly. the dodecahedron. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, so Jordan, the reason that drinking is part of, uh, that being on theme is that today we are talking about one of the most time honored traditions that makes up Epcot. And it is of course, drinking around the world. Getting sloshed at Disney. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) Um, at a, at a time where originally Epcot was the only place you could get alcohol Mm -hmm. on Disney property. Right. That was originally the only place now it's everywhere obviously but um not for a long time it was just epcot yeah you and paid the I, price of admission to get sloshed <laughs> yeah exactly no i think <laughs> so even when even when we were kids that was a thing because like our our parents didn't really drink at all when we were kids but we had family members that we met up with in disney world that 
were drinking around the world. Like, that was a thing. I thought you were going to say this was even a thing when we were kids and we drank around the world as yeah. kids. We just got really <laughs> drunk. Um, no, so, I mean, let, I, I want to explain what this means for anyone who maybe doesn't know. By the way, if, if you, you are a regular listener and you are listening in on this episode, I can't thank you enough because I can't imagine you're enjoying it. Um, let's just start there. Um, so within Epcot, there are two halves. It's changing a little bit now, but up until you know next year, it's two halves. You've got Future World, which is not so made up now. <laughs> not so future anymore. Yeah, retro we, we might as well call it Retro Future World. <laughs> Um, made up of different pavilions. So you've got Spaceship Earth, which we actually talked about on the first episode of this podcast. Uh, you had you had Horizons. You had Universe of Energy, uh, the land, the living seas, all those pavilions. And then the other half of Epcot is the World Showcase. Now, the World Showcase came to be my favorite part of going to Disney World uh, with our most recent trip. I always loved Epcot, but... As of our most recent trip, World Showcase really just mm-hmm. stole the show for me. Yeah. Um, basically, it's somewhere around 10 different countries, each with their own little pavilion, where, they, where you basically get a taste of the food, the drink, the art, the, the culture, the architecture of that country. Now, granted, some of these are a bit stereotypical in their depictions or a bit more outdated, so to say. <laughs> And that goes for every country, not just the ones that you think I'm hey, talking about. The three um, caballeros are great. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not just for the non-white countries. Like, Norway and Germany <laughs> are, like, very not what those countries are like now. It's more so meant to be, like, a fantasy, like, Disney World version of it, basically. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say um, right now, Mitch, again, about the three caballeros. <laughs> um, it's going to be a sad day when they change that to a Coco ride. Because, I mean, I don't know if that's been confirmed yet, but there's no way that's not happening. So There's no way that's not happening. Yeah, um, yeah so y- there there are rides throughout the World Showcase as well. There's a there's a boat ride within Mexico where the three caballeros and, and oh, Donald you know, take you around the what makes up Mexico's culture. Well, basically, it, it's um, a small world. Um, yes. In Mexico. But for just Mexico, <laughs> it's, yes. It's a small um, country. You have, of course, the Norway ride, formerly Maelstrom, now Frozen Ever After. I'm sure it'll come up Yikes. again later <laughs> in the podcast. Um, let's see. In Canada, you've got that 360 show where they just kind of tell you about Canada. I think Martin Short's in it. I don't think we've ever even done it. No. Um, I, that's one of those that they made a big deal about it in one of those... Um, imagineering i think episodes right about the was it that yes. about the 360 degree yeah that's a big thing there's there's the american adventure which is more so just a show with animatronics <laughs> we don't really do that one either no um there's impressionist de france which is <laughs> nice. i think just a movie um but uh, recently they got a beauty and the beast sing-along as well as the Ratatouille ride coming later Ooh. this year, probably at this point next year. I don't think they're doing any construction this year. Um, and then in the UK, we're getting a Mary Poppins ride, which is going to be pretty cool too. Whoa, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. When was that discussed? Similar, same time frame, I think, as all these other Epcot updates. Really? Um, they're really... Yeah, World, World Showcase has always been great, and it's only getting better. Well, yeah, now they're and, putting rides in there to excite people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, now, like I said, a big part of what makes up the world showcase is the idea of drinking around the world. Basically what this means is that at a time where this was the only park with alcohol, 
each country has their own signature drinks that are reflective of what you would expect from that country. Um, and people at some point, it just sort of became like underground Disney culture that if you're into it, you go and have one drink from every country pavilion <laughs> and you call it drinking around the world. Um, now we sort of did it last time we were there. We took, we did like a light version of it. Yeah, we, we weren't kinda, trying like, to ruin our day. <laughs> I think what we kind of did was like someone has a drink in every country. Yeah, but we don't all have a drink in every country. <laughs> yeah, because there's like because that's 12 a, just a lot. Um, <laughs> we also have known people that have chosen to eat around the world, which I fully support. Um, yeah, they're heroes in their own right. Yeah, because there's. If anything, the food is even better than the drinking, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, the food in every pavilion is incredible. Now, Jordan, here's what I've done for us today. I arguably did the most notes for this episode of any episode we've done. Oh. And that's not a, that's not a joke. Wow. Um, I went through each pavilion, each like restaurant, quick service, like stand at every pavilion, and I got a list of every single alcoholic drink in every pavilion. <laughs> Mitch, um, why did you do this? <laughs> I had a, look. I had a great time doing it. Okay, I'm not going to pretend like I time. slaved I, away. I want you working on um, your birthday. <laughs> no, so Jordan, we're going to go pavilion by pavilion, deciding which of these drinks we're going to have on our trip around the world. All right. And we'll talk a little bit about each pavilion as we go through. And I think what would be fun to do with this as well is kind of a picture where we are mentally as we get from country to country, kind sure. of what we're, what headspace we're in over time. Yeah. And, you know, Jordan, I decided we're going to go in the route that we would typically go if we were in Epcot, because there are multiple entrances at which you can get to the world showcase. We go clockwise. We do. Like any good yes. American. <laughs> so we're going to start in one of my favorite pavilions, Mexico. Oh yeah. Um, so let's get into this a little bit. One moment as I take a quick sip. Oh, man. I wish I had a beer now, talking about beers. <laughs> I think I made a mistake here. <laughs> yeah, so what I found from these lists is that if you're, if you're a more cultured drinker, World Showcase may not be for you. Because <laughs> um, basically, you're getting a lot of very sweet cocktails, and you're also getting like pretty run-of-the-mill beers. Like, yeah. You're not getting any super, like, uncommon craft beers, with the exception of America, which we'll talk about. Right. Um, so, that said, that's right up our alley, so I'm not complaining. Um, yeah, we're not connoisseurs so, of anything. So, just starting off with in Mexico, right next to... Well, so let's talk a little bit about how we feel about Mexico in general. In my opinion, it's like a top three pavilion, probably. Okay. The pavilion, not the country, what we're talking about? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. no, we're not we're, we're not giving our <laughs> opinions on the country themselves. We're giving our opinions on the pavilions. I was pavilions. about to unload, Mitch. <laughs> I don't uh, know what that means. <laughs> just kidding. I'm hoping to go there. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. You're uh, trying to plan a trip to Mexico. Uh, that definitely one of my favorites. Would you agree, top three? Well, yeah, because one, we have the memory of like that starts the pavilion. So for us, that's yes, like exactly. You're the most gun ho. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, to their whole big shopping area where the ride and the restaurant is, yes. is great. Like, um, it, it 
so the the inside is made so the ceiling is made to look like a, a night sky oh, which is yeah. really fun the ambiance and you get like this great. you get like this little like night flea market type thing where you can buy all these little different tchotchkes yeah um there's the boat ride like you said there's a place within that little market like a store where you can buy like nice tequila which is cool <laughs> yeah. um and then like you said the boat ride the restaurant was pretty um, decent too by the way we, oh, we yeah, went good there restaurant. once that's a pretty good restaurant and the boat ride again the uh part of the the um the track on the water goes kind of right past the restaurant yes and like Very i said great. the ambiance it's all kind of dark lit and uh, can't beat the three caballeros. Um, although, oh, I, although I will say, I do like the movie Coco, and I could see it working very well in that environment. <laughs> but oh, yes, agreed. <laughs> to to be I, fair, <laughs> we're we're not the kind of people that pretend like we're going to stop going to Disney when they replace rides that we like. <laughs> like those people that pretend like they're going to stop going, they're still going. Yeah, like I'm willing to say, like, yeah, like I don't necessarily want them to make that change, but. I'm still going to keep going because I know they're going to do a good job with well, plus it. Plus, it's like the same ride, basically. Right. Like, <laughs> and and I I will say we're not going to talk about the the Splash Mountain change. We're not going to talk about that today. No. Because quite because quite frankly, it's not even in the same Disney park. No. This is all I'm going to all I'm going to say. <laughs> all I'm going to say is that they made the right choice, and if you think they didn't, you got problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um. Anyway. Um, you know, the outside of that restaurant where the boat ride is, you have this awesome, like, uh, Mayan pyramid. Um, and Jordan, across the, uh, across the way, you've got the, um, it's like more of a quick service restaurant where they do like tacos and stuff like that. And you can get some fun drinks. Oh yeah. And then what I found out from doing this research is that they have another little, not quite a restaurant, I guess more of a bar, but basically they like take you through like. Mexico's connection to tequila and like how tequila is made and you get to like sample different tequilas. I had no Ooh, idea this existed. Tasty. It sounds great. Yeah. No, so I mean, some of the ones I have here on this list are from that. So I'm very excited to get through these. Um so starting off, you've got a little stand just to the right of the uh Mayan pyramid where you can get various frozen margaritas. You know, your your, your typical ones you would get mm-hmm. really at any bar. Yeah. They're not particularly exciting. Um, you know, your lime, your strawberry, what have you. Um, and then at the restaurant, uh, the quick service across the way, you can get your classic Marg, of course. Okay. Um, on the rocks, salted rim. You can get a top shelf Marg, which is made with, Ooh. you know, m- much better tequila, yeah. better orange liqueur, what have you. Um, you've got a blood orange margarita as well, Ooh. which sounds delicious yeah. to me. You've got... Um, they call this drink a horchata. Now, horchata is typically just uh, a Mexican rice milk seasoned with like cinnamon and nutmeg. Huh. Um, you may be from. Are you familiar with rum chata? Yeah, that's what I'm assuming it's similar to. Rum chata is basically horchata made with rum. Okay. So, a horchata is also a drink that's made with horchata and other things. Okay. Um, there is an a churro flavored tequila that it's made with. <laughs> Um, along with rum chata, fireball, and actual horchata. So to me, that sounds delicious. Now, maybe not for the first drink of the day, but it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I, you're blowing my mind with all the different drinks already. I'm, 
Oh, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I knew you could do a lot over there, but wow. Uh, what was it? Cinnamon-flavored, yeah, churro-flavored tequila. Like. Churro-flavored tequila. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Um, by the way, Jordan, um, I want to warn the audience. This is probably going to go about 90 minutes. <laughs> well, I was about to say, this is going to be a two-hour episode because we're on stop one. <laughs> There's a good chance this is our longest episode. I'm just warning everybody now. God, longer than um, movie watch-along. <laughs> yeah, it might be. But, um, but better. Additionally, yeah. <laughs> Jordan, there are various points where I'm going to need you to be my Google man. Um, oh, I'm really there, in for a ride here. <laughs> there are a few different um, spirits and liqueurs here in different countries that I don't actually recognize, and I may need you to look up for me. I got you. Just so you know. Okay. Um, so in a similar vein, we've got a Cafe de Oaxaca. Uh, this one is made with mezcal. Uh, blended vanilla ice cream, coffee, and agave nectar. To me, sounds delicious. Yeah, you're getting it's like a uh, a spiked frappuccino with a little bit of added smokiness from the mezcal. Sign me up. <laughs> Additionally, Jordan, we've got a couple of more unique uh, margaritas here. We've got a La Cava Avocado, which is uh, made with tequila, melon liqueur, fresh avocado, uh, agave nectar, lime juice, and hibiscus. Now, for the more adventurous folks out there, I'm sure it's great. Me, personally, I don't think I want avocado in a drink. I was about to say, I don't want any of that. I do like hibiscus. Um, for sure, I get down for with sure. That. Now, we've also got what's called the Orange Mango Fire. This is made with tequila, ginger liqueur, orange juice, mango juice, lime juice, a bit of Tabasco with a uh, tahine rim. Are you familiar with tahine, no. Jordan? It's a Mexican spice that's basically like chili lime seasoning. It's oh. kind of it's commonly put on fruit. Okay. Um, and then they they put that on the rim. Now, so far, what's sticking out to you here? Um, yeah, I'm kind of just overloaded with choices here. <laughs> um, it's kind of daunting. Was this all outside of the pavilion, or was this? No. So this most of the things I'm going over are in the restaurant that's across the way. Okay. The, with the restaurant in the pavilion or the restaurant that's across no, from the... Not inside the building, the one that's across right, from the building. Right, that's the one we haven't been to. Correct. Okay, okay. What was the one again with the uh, the churro? Yeah, the horchata. Is that the one with the, the churro tequila? The churro tequila, yeah. Okay. I don't... Well, okay. I'm not sure if I like that one. Well, I got, I got a couple more for you here. Let, let me hear them. Um... <laughs> We've got the Pina Loca. I think this is going to be yours. If I if I yeah, guess. I like the name, Mitch. <laughs> it's mezcal, cherry liqueur, pineapple juice, lime juice, mint cordial with a black salt rim. Black salt. Black salt. Yeah. Have you have you seen that like lava salt before? Black salt it's got beach? kind of. A, it yeah. It's well. So like yeah, black salt. It's like kind of lava salt. Like it's got a little bit more of a sandy texture to it almost. Huh. Yeah. What is the uh, what was the other ingredient? Uh, yeah, there was mint, like a mint cordial. You think the mint would yeah. take over? I don't think so. People really like mojitos. That's a similar idea. I've never had a mojito. Yeah, but if, I'm, you, if, if you don't mind mints. Yeah. But I'm really interested in the rest of it, particularly cherry, because Mitch, I love yes. a good goofy cherry ball. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I'm always looking for cherry things at Disney World. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. And then to to wrap up our list here, we've got Tecate Light and Dos Equis. So we've got a couple easy beers to fall back on if if you're not down with any of the cocktails. Well, so Mitch, at, right off the bat, if I'm if we're really planning on doing this, liquor before beer, and you're in the clear, right? I'm not 
I'm not jumping on beer first. No, I mean, that. I have to agree. And if there's going to be a couple of countries throughout where I think I'm going to fall back on beer, but this one is not one of them. Yeah, and you and you start off in Mexico, you got to get a tequila drink. So honestly, Absolutely. I would either go for the previous one you mentioned, or potentially, knowing me, I could easily see myself just going for a standard margarita. <laughs> um, well, that was kind of what was on my mind. Yeah, which um, I don't think there's any shame in that. I don't, but I'm wondering if I'll get super. Um, creative the first time through I'm, I'm almost thinking i'd just get the margarita just the standard lime frozen margarita <laughs> i think where my head would be at is i'm i'm in the pavilion it's the first country we're in so i'm feeling You're hyped sucked. i'm ready <laughs> and i'm feeling a bit impulsive um so you know me in my head I'm going to get a more expensive drink because that's just how I want to start off the day. I'm not thinking about the fact that I'm buying a bunch of other drinks. I'm just ready to go. (laughs) So that said, I think the one that I go for is a little different from what I might normally do, but I'm willing to give it a shot. And that's going to be the orange mango fire. Oh, the one that's got the orange mango lime juice, ginger liqueur, hints of Tabasco in there. I'm not typically one to go for spicy drinks. Yeah. But on a, on a day like this, I think I'm going to give it a try. Okay. I like so that's where, where I stand. It sounds pretty good. I think for me, like I said, I'm going to get that basic frozen lime margarita. And I have a feeling that is going to make me more brave to try other things later. <laughs> well, look, on a, on a hot floor today, can't go wrong with a frozen drink. No. No, I'm, I'm, so, sounds great right now. <laughs> absolutely. Now, Jordan... From here, of course, we go into the Norway Pavilion. Do we? So we take the drinks and we walk our way in Norway. Let's say we spend some time in the pavilion, okay. sip our drinks, okay. move on. The drink. So every We're, drink is completed before we move on to the next one. Yes. Okay. All right. So. We're heading into the Norway Pavilion. We've both got a margarita under our belt here. How how are we feeling? Uh ah. So let me think. Did did we come here right at noon? Yeah. Yeah. So let's Have say we had lunch. <laughs> I think the context here, we had a we had a nice breakfast at Port Orleans. This is going to be right. our second. This is going to be our second day at Epcot because we wanted to devote an entire day to the World Showcase. Okay. So we're getting there right when it opens. Right. And we haven't had lunch yet, but we had a pretty hefty breakfast in preparation. Okay. Um, and a late breakfast because the showcase doesn't yes. open till noon. Right. Okay. So, okay, so maybe, all right. So, because, uh, you know, I think a margarita can hit me pretty good sometimes. Uh, I think For I'm just sure. feeling a little more brave. I, I don't think I'm, I'm not too loose yet. I don't know. Okay. What about you? <laughs> I think for me, I'm probably not feeling it. I think one margarita is rarely going to make me feel it. However, really? I, I think there's a subconscious element to me that is going to be feeling it because... <laughs> Getting into the Norway Pavilion, I'm going to take my, my mind's going to take me back to a time where the next thing we're doing is really the only thing you typically do in the Norway Pavilion, and that's go on Maelstrom. Yeah. And I'm going (laughs) to very quickly remember that that's not the case um, because it's been replaced by Frozen Ever After. And I think I'm going to get a bit emotional from that. Like, I think that's just where my head's going to be. And then that means you're going to be a little destructive. (laughs) Perhaps. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll we'll see what this list here has for me. Hopefully, not the Disney property, but yeah. Um, you know, Jordan, 
I will say I was very pleasantly surprised by Norway's alcoholic offerings. Um, I don't think this was a place where we had any drinks last time we were there. I um, thought I did. Perhaps. Or maybe I got one of their food items or something. Okay. So they've got a typical, they've got like a bakery stand, like a quick service place. And then they have a place where they do like character dining with like Elsa and Anna and the snowman. Lame. <laughs> yeah. Josh I, Gad. Get out of here. <laughs> I got to tell. I, so first of all, can't stand Josh Gad. That is part of it. But He's also. The poor man's uh, Dan Fogler. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Now, am I going to sit here and pretend that there aren't some very catchy songs in Frozen? Obviously not. No one's claiming that. Adina Menzel, she spent years on Broadway in Wicked. Obviously, she was going to bring something great to the table. Of course. <laughs> that said, I think Frozen's very overrated. You know what movie is just fantastic miles ahead? What? Moana. Mo- Moana is a fantastic Moana's movie. A good one. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not going to focus on this too much. I'm sorry. Um, but it needs to be said. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, Norway is a very fun pavilion architecturally, in my yes, opinion. it's cool looking. Um, yeah. It's got a lot of old like Nordic mythology kind mm-hmm. of taking up the, the space. A lot of um, like dwarves is like part a big part of the theming in the pavilion. Um, I guess that's part just, of Norse mythology. I don't know. dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> they are pretty grotesque, um, but they make it all look like these, you know, like really old wooden cabins. It's really, it's really fun. Yeah. Um, so that said, Jordan, we're going to get into the, the alcoholic offerings here. Some, I, in my opinion, they really brought some good stuff to the table here. Sweet. Um, starting off with what's called the Fjellbeck, <laughs> um, a, AKA the mountain stream. I don't know if this is actually a drink that people have in Norway or not. I'll just preface that with every country, basically. <laughs> Um, this one has vodka, Sprite, lime juice, and something called Aquavit, which we're going to hear a lot of, uh, in the Norway pavilion. Aquavit is a spirit infused with herbs. I couldn't get much more detail than that when I did the Google search. (laughs) Yeah. So it doesn't sound that good to me, especially in a cocktail with vodka, Sprite, and lime juice. Yeah. That's a lot of herbs. Just throw a big radish in there. For sure. Um, Next up, we have what's called the Magical Star Cocktail. I found that this is just a generic Disney cocktail because it was actually in a couple different pavilions. Yeah. I only included it in this okay. one, though. Um, it includes X-Fusion Organic Mango and Passion Fruit Liqueur. So good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parrot Bay Coconut Rum. Uh, pineapple juice. Hello. And a souvenir multicolored glow cube. You ever <laughs> seen these before, Jordan? I think so. Yeah. It's like basically one giant ice cube type thing yeah. that's got a bunch of glowing lights inside it that you get to keep. So that's right. fun. Oh, that is and fun. I like that more yeah. than I thought I would. Well, let's be clear. This drink is in no way co- yeah. connected to Norway, <laughs> yeah. but it's being offered there, so I included it. Right. Um, we've got the Prince of Norway, which is apricot brandy, gin, sour mix, and orange juice. Now, I will say I'm not necessarily a gin person i'm not it's gotta interested be in getting pretty in getting gin dreams yeah. have you heard of gin dreams no apparently if you drink a lot of gin it just gives you weird dreams <laughs> i don't like that <laughs> i don't like the idea of that gin dreams uh, yeah that's what i'm saying it sounds it sounds awful add that um, to our podcast about dreams <laughs> no jordan 
they do all they do also offer what was just listed on the menu as a seasonal Scandinavian draft beer. So this kind of leads me to think, you know, do we want to think about what season we're in here? Because that could affect this. Um, it's probably fall, right? So perhaps an amber, an Oktoberfest yeah, type beer. That sounds good for Norway. Yeah. We've got the Oslo, which again, I don't think this is something they drink in Norway. <laughs> uh, it's a frozen drink uh, made up with blended strawberries, creme de banana, vodka, and aquavit again. <laughs> Again, I don't know Jeez. what kind of herbs go into Aquavit, so it might be good. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we've got something called the Stavanger, uh, which is a frozen drink with uh, ras- blended raspberries, vodka, and, you guessed it, Aquavit. <laughs> Mitch, I <laughs> Again, think we might I, have to have this Aquavit. <laughs> we might. I don't know. Um, we've got a Viking coffee, which actually sounds very good. Um, it's yeah. just a Colombian coffee with Kahlua and Bailey's. Okay. So it's, again, it, not a Norwegian drink, but it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we've got a Norwegian Pilsner, a Norwegian White Ale, and a Norwegian Porter. So pretty solid beer choices, I will say. Yeah. They sound like they went a little more craft. So tell, tell me what you're thinking here uh, uh, for this so round. So I'm, I'm twofold here, right, Mitch? Because you know me. I, I have a big fear of mixing liquor and beer. <laughs> Um, cause just I, because you don't know if you're going to end up in the clear or not. Yeah. And it's, it's a little scary. I drink, but I'm not a huge drinker. So the couple of times I've gotten sick, it was definitely specifically you could point to, <laughs> I right, mixed beer and liquor too much, probably like a lot of people. So I get very fearful. And when I want to drink, um, uh, liquor type drinks, I always do that first and then go to beer. However, sure. I, really went into Norway thinking I need to have a beer for some reason just because I'm thinking Scandinavia. I'm just thinking beer. Sure, I wanted to be open to the cocktails, but none of them really sound that good to me. So I would go very Viking, Mitch. I'd go for the Norwegian Porter. That's fair. That's where I'm at. You know, I'm a little surprised that you didn't go for the Magical Star cocktail with the multicolored glow cube. I really, I'm a little surprised. I really wanted to, but I have a feeling I could get that in Future World, right? Like, yeah, you probably can. So that's yeah. a fair point. <laughs> you know, Jordan, I'm going to take a bit of a risk here as well because the long, I drank that first drink quickly enough that by the time I'm actually ordering my drink and getting it, I'm feeling it a little more. Okay. So. I'm going to get the Stavanger. So that was the frozen drink with uh, blended raspberries, vodka, and Aquavit. Um, All right. You're risking the Aquavit. I'm, ri- I'm risking it. You know I'm what? I'm going to take a sip of it's it. Not, it. It's not something you're going to get every day in America. That's true. So why not try yeah. it, right? I agree. So we have now had our drinks in Norway. Do we ride Frozen Ever After? I feel that's an important question. Can we bring the drinks onto the ride? <laughs> no. Ah. Uh... I think we skip it. <laughs> That's fair. We skipped it last time we were yeah, there. I've never the actually, wait was just too long. I've never been on it with the new ride, but I just, if we're really set on drinking around the world and we got to wait a while. That's true. Yeah. Can't do it. No. Um, yeah, and honestly, like, last time we were there, either we couldn't get, either they weren't offering fast passes for the ride because it was so new, or we just couldn't get one. Either way, the wait's too long for not fast. For that, yeah, it's for that ride for what you're getting. No, yeah. So, Jordan, we're about to enter China. As we enter China, we've got two drinks under our belt. What are we thinking? Um, well, I'm feeling pretty good now. I got a tequila 
I get tequila-based drink. I got a, a beer under my belt. Absolutely. Again, China Pavilion's very pretty. Um, and the pro side of doing an Epcot is you don't have to deal with the communist uh, issues. <laughs> I don't have to uh, um, uninstall Facebook or whatever. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but they, they got some good drink options, too, I recall. Now, what's interesting for me, uh, after Norway... It's Norway is or uh, China's between Norway and another country that I quite enjoy that we'll talk about. Yeah. And China realistically, visually it's it's very fun. Like just basically think of all the buildings in Mulan. That's basically what they went for. Yeah. Um with very so they have like fun acrobatics shows that they'll yeah. do in the pavilion. It's a very it's a very wide open space. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. But there's not a lot to do in it. And so They have a good store there, don't they? Am I thinking of Japan? May, possibly, <laughs> you might be thinking of Japan. Yeah. Japan's a, we'll talk about Japan, but it's a fantastic pavilion. Much more anyway, yeah. Um, I know China has like a nice sit-down restaurant as well oh, as yeah. uh, a stand where you can get like um, a few different drinks as well as like pot stickers, that kind of stuff. Right. So, you know, if you want a good drink and some quick snacks, yeah, there's nothing wrong with China for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what we can get. Um, we got a ginger zinger. Now I found that ginger was a common theme here because it's a very, it's much more used as a flavor in China yeah. than in America. Uh, so the ginger zinger is ginger liqueur, light rum, and ginger ale with a lemon twist. That sounds Honestly, really good actually. Yeah. Sounds refreshing. I, I, I what think What was that so. called? That was called the ginger zinger. Is that really? Fun name is that too. a Chinese thing though? Ginger? Well, ginger, yeah, but that kind of drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 it's not okay. I, I doubt any of these are yeah. <laughs> for that matter um with the exception of a couple of beers actually okay they're they're they have authentic chinese beer okay um all right so we've got one called heavenly clouds it's uh, got coconut rum honeydew liqueur which sounds great okay uh pineapple juice and a cream float oh so you just float a little bit of heavy cream on the top which i think is why it's Got called Heavenly Clouds. Nice. Um, I now we're talking about the one that, in my opinion, is probably the runaway winner. It, just my opinion. Okay. The Jade Beauty. It's got vodka, honeydew liqueur, pineapple juice, and Sprite. Now tell me that doesn't sound delicious. It's pretty classic. Yeah, I think. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. Now we've got some beers. We've got a Lucky Buddha, which is an Asian style lager. Uh, we've got Sing Tao, which I think is pretty much their most popular beer. Mm-hmm. It's the one you can most easily get in America. Yeah. And they've got a Fu draft beer, as well as a Ticha Jasmine draft beer. I didn't get a lot of information about what was involved in these beers. Yeah. Um, they mostly just seem to be your typical light beer. Okay. You know, your lager, your Pilsner, what have you. Um, now, we've also got strawberry daiquiri and mango daiquiri. <laughs> I don't think that has any connection to China. No. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> um, we've got a Shanghai Fusion, uh, which is made up of light rum, cherry brandy, plum wine, grapefruit juice, and pineapple juice. Additionally, you can just get plum wine on its own, which is what I had last time I was there, and it was pretty good. Okay. Um, there's the Shangri-La Blend, which is a strawberry mango smoothie made with rum. Um, you've got the South Sea Breeze, which is coconut rum, grenadine, and pineapple orange juice. 
And that's our list, Jordan. All these um, rum drinks for China. <laughs> again, I I don't think they knew at the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, I'm going to go ahead and say right off the bat, the Jade Beauty is what I'm going for. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, I... You know, this is one of those things, again, Mitch, it, it's getting to the point, this is my third drink, I'm starting to think long-term here, and that I'm typically more so a beer drinker, so I, I'm going to want to make the switch probably permanently soon. I'm trying to look ahead. <laughs> Jordan, I'm going to tell you right now, with a couple of these countries, it's a risky move. I know. This, is, this was the exact problem I had last time we were there. <laughs> This is all hypothetical, and you're already blowing I'm freaking it. out. Well, Mitch, I, I really, I kind of want to take down notes here and do this for real. <laughs> Just make sure I, mean, I remember these drinks. Do what you want to do. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you these notes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I also think the Jade Beauty sounds pretty good. Um, and uh, still early in the game, so I think I'm going that. Yeah, and you know, Jordan, it, it's funny because the country that we're going into from here... Um, you pretty much don't have much of a choice but to have beer um, because we're heading to Germany. All right. We are heading to uh, the homeland, um, at least okay. in terms of our ancestry. <laughs> we never lived there. But um, because because we basically knew from the day we were born that we were very much German, this was always a pavilion that was very fun for me to go to. I always enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I'm German too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They roll their eyes. It has a very Oktoberfesty vibe to it in terms of the architecture. Yeah. Very old school German beer garden type stuff. Um, not a particularly exciting pavilion, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. You've got a couple of stores. You've got the beer garden restaurant, which is basically like a buffet, I believe, which means it's not coming back. Um, <laughs> I don't even we're think not it's doing a buffet. buffets I think, anymore. I think you just order, uh, you know, sauerkraut, brats, and. It's just a few things like that, right? Well, no, because they have the actual restaurant, and then they have, like, the quick service. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. There's a beer garden restaurant that I think okay. is a buffet, yeah, which, like I said, okay. they're going to have to change it up because we're not doing buffets anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then also there's the quick service where you can get a brat, a frankfurter, and then a bunch of different beers, basically. Right. So let's talk a little bit about what's offered here. You've got your classic Beck's Pilsner which is pretty much the easiest German beer to get in America, mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware. Um, you can get a, a classic Weiss beer, which is just a, a wheat beer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a Dunkel. Actually, excuse me. A Weiss beer is more like a white ale. So it's still like a light beer, but it's a little bit different. Okay. You can get a Dunkel, which is a, a dark beer. Yeah. It's it's more like a um, It's more like a brown ale than it is like a stout, I would say. It doesn't have a super strong taste to it. And then finally, you've got the Grapefruit Hefeweizen. Now, the Grapefruit Hefeweizen is what I had last time I was there. Um, It's very low alcohol percentage at (laughs) 3.2%. Now, for those of you who live up near Wisconsin and are familiar with Leinenkugel Summer Shandy, this is basically like a grapefruit shandy. But it's very good. Hmm. And then you can get a German beer flight, which is just those four... those four beers. Okay. Yeah, those four beers all on one flight. You can also get a German white wine flight. Germany is not super known for for wine, but they do make white wine. Um, you can get... It's made up of a Pinot Gris, a Riesling, and a Riesling Spätlese. Um, Riesling is... If I'm going to have a white wine, I do enjoy a Riesling. Yeah. So, not bad. Yeah. 
Then finally, well, two things left on the list here. And the first thing that I'm going to make you Google, Jordan. Um, here we go. My time to shine. It sounds good, but I don't know this for sure. We've got a Baron Jaeger honey and bourbon. So that's Baron Jaeger honey. That's spelled B-A-R-E-N. Um, sorry, I was... Um, I had a math article up from Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> I told you, I was, I was watching uh, the Ted Kaczynski thing before I came down. I was curious on his uh, math works. Um, say it again. <laughs> I'm up that now. was Baron Jaeger. B-A-R-E-N. G A, sorry, J A G E R. That's Baron Jaeger honey. Liqueur? I don't know. Bourbon? <laughs> Maybe just honey. Okay, so the. Oh, wait. Baron Fang came up. Did it autocorrect or something? No. No, oh, here we go. Baron Jaeger. The original honey liqueur. Okay, so it's a honey liqueur yeah. with bourbon. That actually sounds very good. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That could be interesting. And then finally, Jordan, you can just buy straight Jägermeister at the Germany Pavilion, <laughs> something I was not aware of until looking this up. And quite frankly, I'm shocked. Whose idea was that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whose idea? Um, now, Jordan, this is actually going to be the first pavilion where I come to my senses a little bit and start start to recognize that I have a long day ahead of me. <laughs> and I go for the, I go for the grapefruit Hefeweizen. Basically, it's the lowest alcohol thing I can get while still technically abiding by the rules. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, we're three drinks in at this point. Um, hopefully, there's a little time has elapsed. <laughs> we haven't for rolled sure. through here in about 20 minutes. Otherwise, that's a real no, problem. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I, I might want to sit down for a little bit and enjoy this uh, beer. Yeah, um, there's a nice little fountain out in the yeah. pavilion where you can kind of just sit, sit by, by the, the fountain. It's great. Hear the water? Yeah. Did yeah. They, was there an amber selection? There was not an amber. I'm shocked. I'm shocked by that. <laughs> the 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 Dunkel would be the closest thing to an amber, but it is pretty different. Yeah, Dunkel's got kind of a unique taste. Yeah. Because um, I wanted to go something like that. They have a Pilsner? Yep, they have the Bex Pilsner. That's just Bex, is that? Yeah, it's just Bex. Uh, I'll just get what you're having. <laughs> I, the gra- I, two grapefruit hefeweizens. Yeah, because you make a good point. If it's a long day, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it easy and refreshing, right? Um, I now, I don't know why I'm thinking Germany. I'm thinking I want amber, but I'm surprised they don't offer one. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, now. Jordan, I I think I can speak for both of us when I say heading into the next pavilion. We're feeling good. We had a we had a good chance there to take a little bit of a rest, have a nice easy drink. Yeah. We're we're feeling refreshed off of that, you know, nice citrusy drink. Yeah. And we head into none other than the Italy Pavilion. All right. Um Italy Pavilion is another one where I don't know if I'm necessarily that interested in spending a ton of time there. It's kind of fun to look through the architecture. Yeah. You know, you've got it it feels very like Rome, Venice, classic uh Italian. Yeah. Um, but we never really spend much got, time there. They've got a couple of really good restaurants um, right. that are definitely worth going to. If, if you like classic Italian food, you like um, like Neapolitan-style pizza, they've got plenty of good stuff when for do you we, there. When do we eat, Mitch? Well, I mean, we can talk about it. I mean, because um, we, we really got to get some food in our stomach soon, I think. 
I would. Yeah, I would I almost mean, think uh, we go we go crazy and uh, go to Morocco and eat. You want to you want to wait till we get to Morocco? Yeah, I don't remember how far away that is. Hmm. <laughs> Does it ruin things? <laughs> no. Well, so we would definitely have to come to an agreement that we're taking a late lunch. Let's put it that way. What if we had reservations planned? We kind of just jettison to Morocco quick, eat food, then come back to where we were. Does it ruin it? Oh, no, not at all. I'm fully on Let's board Let's just say we have a 2 o'clock reservation at Morocco. We go to the nice tapas restaurant that's in Morocco. Exactly. We have a great time. <laughs> we don't have a drink no. because we'll be coming back. That, that, this is, that's um, the part where we sober up a little bit. Yes, yeah. agreed. So, that's no fair. No drinks, yeah. And now we hit the Italy Pavilion, Italy. which yeah. in terms of pure volume of drinks, like the number of drinks they offer, it's by far the most of any pavilion. Oh, no. um, did you list it every individual wine they offer? N- no, I did okay. not, but you'll see, you'll see how I have it listed out. Um, so first off, you can just get a classic Bellini, which is just Prosecco and peach puree. So champagne, okay. peach puree, delicious um jordan this is one of two pavilions where you can get a bud light <laughs> how italian I, i'm sure you can how guess italian. the other one <laughs> yeah miller how light? italian they don't offer miller oh. light just bud light budweiser no just bud light okay i'm sure you can guess the other pavilion that offers bud light oh i thought you were saying guess the other weird beer they have in italy that's why I was oh guessing. no 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 um america <laughs> that is correct okay. yes don't worry, though. There are much better options. <laughs> um, you've got a Carpano Punt y Mace. I don't know what that name means. No idea. Um, it's just sweet vermouth with an orange slice. No. So if you want that, I guess. <laughs> you've got an espresso coffee martini, which, you hmm. know, honestly, Jordan, your plan of having lunch in Morocco and coming back over Makes this a great option for a dessert drink. Okay, so we've eaten at this point, so now we're back. We had, we've had lunch. Okay, yeah. so we're we're not feeling it so much anymore, so we, we could get a little more adventurous. Absolutely. The espresso coffee martini has vanilla vodka, coffee liqueur, and Italian espresso. Sounds delicious. That sounds in my really opinion. good, actually. Yeah. Well, don't get too ahead of yourself, because we've got a lot to go oh, through still. Oh, God. <laughs> um, we've got the, frizza- the frizzante, excuse me, which is Campari... Mandarin orange juice, Prosecco. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. We've got an Italian margarita, uh, which is limoncello. Do you know what limoncello is? No. It's like a lemon liqueur, so it has a very smooth taste to it. Okay. Limoncello, tequila, and lime juice. Yeah. Pretty good. Not bad. You also have an Italian martini, which is a citrus vodka with limoncello, triple sec, and lemon juice. Again, pretty good. Yeah. Now, we're getting close to really the the nail on the head here, Jordan. Uh, we've got a, a Moretti La Rossa draft as well as a Peroni draft. Just your typical Italian beers. You've had a Peroni before. It's a very light beer. Okay. Um, yeah, right. You can get a pomegranate Cosmo. Perhaps you want to be a Samantha from Sex in the City. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Why is that in Italy? <laughs> Yeah, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I expect um, things like a like a Tony Soprano draft. <laughs> <laughs> you can get uh, 
Jordan, this is one of the probably the most exciting drink name within Italy, the Red Passion. <laughs> um, it's just right. Campari and grapefruit juice. So they don't get very creative here. No. Yeah. You got a Rossini, which is basically a Bellini, except instead of peach puree, it's strawberry puree. <laughs> and then, Jordan, we hit the wine cellar. Um, <laughs> the wine cellar offers 200 different varieties of Italian wine. <laughs> You're not going to read all of them, are you? I am not. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that would be a decent bit, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it Well. Um, no, no. I, I'm not going to do it. Um, we've got an Amaretto Sour, which is literally just Amaretto and Sour Mix. I, that is a well-known drink, but I can't imagine enjoying that. Mm, I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, and then we've got an Americano, which is just sweet vermouth and club soda. Oh. Um. <laughs> You can get an Italian beer flight <laughs> made up of different Italian beers. You can get a limoncello mule. This one's actually pretty solid. Uh, orange vodka, limoncello, peach puree, orange juice, pineapple juice, lime juice, and ginger beer. So that sounds pretty yeah, good. Better. Yeah. Jordan, and now we get to possibly the most confounding thing on any of these pavilions lists. <laughs> the Italy Pavilion offers Modelo Negro. <laughs> Are you sure? Not on any of the menus in the Mexico Pavilion. <laughs> only on the menu in Italy. I truly cannot this explain this perturbs one. Perturbs me. <laughs> it, I don't get it. That um, I I'm speechless. <laughs> you can get a Negroni, which is gin, Campari, and sweet vermouth. Jordan, are you familiar with Campari? Uh, no. It is what's known as an aperitif, where it's uh, a very bitter liqueur. Oh. So you know how when you go to the Coke Museum, and the and the <laughs> the Coke in Italy is just so so bitter. Is that was it Italy that one? Uh, yes, I always remember the Thailand Coke tasted like. Uh, uh, what are those? What are those? What are those candies that look like a uh, big uh, uh, Smarties? Um, Neko. Right? Oh, big Neko like candies. Neko Thailand beer. <laughs> Yeah, so in, in Italy, they drink uh, what's called Beverly, which is just a very, very bitter soda. <laughs> and the fact that they enjoy Campari so much really speaks to that. Um, you can get a Royale Cuba Libre. What's funny is they didn't offer a normal Cuba, Lib- uh, Cuba Libre in Mexico. Um, what, what, is, what is going on here with Italy just... <laughs> believe me, I don't Go know. home, Italy. You're drunk. Um Royal Cuba Libre is rum, Prosecco, and then a spray of Coke Aroma. Aroma? You want to explain what that is to me? It's like one of those things this, they offer at the Parks and Rec drink, bar. Because <laughs> otherwise this drink is just rum and Prosecco, <laughs> which does not sound good in the slightest. Um, you've got a Sicilian Sunset, which I think is just their version of uh, Tequila Sunrise. Okay. You've got vodka, orange cello, which is the orange version of limoncello. Yeah. Orange juice and pineapple juice, and it's over shaved ice. So that's that's the light. That's not bad. If you yeah. ask me. That sounds great. And then they just serve a regular tequila sunrise also. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, I, I can't explain it. I cannot. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, my tequila sunrise, from my understanding, is just tequila, orange juice, and grenadine, I believe. Okay. So that's what you're getting with that. You can get a classic red sangria, classic white sangria, and then something called the Earth Cocktail. I don't know why it's called that. <laughs> I'll start there. Um, but it does sound pretty good, that said. Um, Mitch, the Earth getting... Cocktail? <laughs> yes, Earth. 
reference to another birthday. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a classic. Um, you, it comes with vodka, Midori, orange juice, and pineapple juice. Midori is a melon liqueur. A shot of Midori, um, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will have a Midori sour. Um, and then finally, you've got the Via Vesuvio, uh, which is blood orange vodka, Prosecco, and raspberries. Um, that now, Jordan, yeah. this was this has been quite a ride through the Italy Pavilion. Quite frankly, um, yeah, they don't have I a was, ride, but boy, has this been one. <laughs> yes, that's that's the best way to put it. Um, I think I personally am sticking with my guns and getting the espresso coffee martini. There, the yeah, there is no doubt in my mind that I would do the same. That I wouldn't. That I wouldn't do the same. No. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no doubt that you wouldn't do this. No doubt that I wouldn't. Oh, um, yeah, because most of those have nothing to do with Italy. Most have something to do with Mexico. <laughs> uh, it is fascinating. The last one was kind of gimmicky Italy, which was maybe fun, but ultimately, yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, I think Italy when well, so I see espresso. Not only are you getting a great dessert drink off of lunch, yeah, but with that espresso, you're getting a little bit of a jolt to kick you through the rest of the day. Yeah. So it's a no-brain. Yeah, I, that's an easy one. We went through a lot of drinks, both knowing we weren't going to touch any of them. <laughs> now, here's where things get interesting. Um, we hit, from here, the United States Pavilion, also known as the American Adventure. It does have an attraction, like I said, but we don't really do it ever. Um, and literally, it's just Liberty Square. Like, can we talk about that? It's just Liberty Square, right? <laughs> they just divert you back to future land. Be like, like back in, to in no, in no way do they make it any other era of America. They don't make it a modern America. Yeah. They make it colonial, like, col- like an initial freedom time America. <laughs> and I, I truly don't get it. So, now, I will say, typically, we're just skipping America entirely. Yeah, I, we already live there. What? Now, why do we care? That said, we still got to abide by our rules here. So, yes, here's what we're looking at. We just come off Italy. Probably what I'm getting at this point, that combination of alcohol and caffeine being and a pretty strong drink for that matter. Yeah. Is probably getting me a decent buzz right off the bat. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun time for me. Yeah. So I'm probably going to start getting a little sassy about the America Pavilion. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, what are we even doing here, guys? Like, can't you just represent some other country? Like, there's been a lot of talk about a Brazil pavilion, which would be very fun. Oh, yeah. We would get some caipirinhas up in there, perhaps a Brazilian steakhouse. Get me on board for that. Absolutely. Love it. We don't need a United States pavilion. No, we already know it. That said, there's some good drinks here. (laughs) Maybe we do need it. I mean, let's talk about it. You can, get, you can get a classic Angry Orchard if you're a cider type. Um, you can get a Bell's Oberon, which is an American wheat ale. Now, this is from Bell's Brewery, which is based in Comstock, Michigan. Very, very niche craft beer. You're yeah. very rarely going to find it outside of the Midwest. <laughs> so, impressive. Yeah. Um, you can get the Cigar City High Ally IPA. Cigar City is not a brewery I'm familiar with, so... I, that means that it's pretty obscure. <laughs> well, I've heard the high lie before. Is that the so we're we're yeah it must be yeah I've actually seen that in stores unless this is okay yeah the high lie. Now um, you can also get Sam Adams Boston Lager, 
Yeah, classic. You can get Sam Adams Seasonal, which we've already established. We are in the fall, so you're getting a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. That is pretty good. I know you love a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Very patriotic, too, yeah. You're getting a Blue Moon, which is a little bit redundant because we already have the uh, the Bell's American Wheat Ale. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Yeah. Um, and like I mentioned before, you're getting a Bud Light, of course. America. But also, Jordan, we're getting Yingling up in there. Nice. Gotta love a Yingling. That's exciting. Now, they do also have a f- couple of fun cocktails, Jordan. Well, so first of all, they have some various red and white wines, if you're trying to have a wine, yeah. or not. <laughs> Who's interested? <laughs> but they have two very good-sounding cocktails, I will say. They've got a Tennessee lemonade, which is Jack Daniels, lemonade, and peach puree. That sounds very good. Bad, yeah. And then you've also got a frozen red stag lemonade. Um it is a frozen lemonade made with uh, red stag bourbon. Have you had red stag before? No. It's it's a uh, it's an offshoot of Jim Beam bourbon. It's a cherry bourbon. So frozen lemonade with cherry bourbon. That sounds, sounds good, actually. I do like. bourbon. It sounds very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, that's what we're. Those are the American offerings. Now I will say, very recently in the U.S. Pavilion, we did get uh, the Regal Eagle bar, uh, Smokehouse, which is a barbecue restaurant. It's quick service, not sit down, but it sounds pretty good, actually. So maybe the United States is turning around here. Not in real life, of course. (laughs) The United States in real life is only getting worse by the day. Um, But the United States Pavilion, who knows? (laughs) Just move there. So so what are we thinking here, Jordan? Um, You know, I came in with the mindset of this is America. For some reason, I'm I'm feeling IPA. That that was where my head was at. But then you really threw me for a loop with the... The Boston Lager, the Oktoberfest, yeah, and and the Yingling, um, so it's become very tough now. I do feel like though, I would probably go Oktoberfest. It feels kind of feels kind of patriotic. It's like That's a top fair. three beer for me. Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Um, I'm gonna right. do it. Um, it was very. I almost would have picked Yingling because I do really like Yingling too. But yeah, yeah. Now, Jordan, I think I'm going to go a little further down the rabbit hole here to use parlance from a Disney film um, and get the frozen red stag lemonade. And here's why. Um, First off, while that espresso martini was a delight, something with those that combination in it is going to sit a little weird in my stomach. Yeah. So I'm going to want something that's going to feel refreshing. Yeah. So I'm getting that red stag lemonade. That's a good point. Um. <laughs> Get a nice little f- a nice so frozen lemonade is always fun. You gotta love that. That added flavor of cherry bourbon, I think, is gonna make it interesting, yeah. make it exciting. I'm all for it. M- Mitch, I'm gonna change my order to Yingling. Actually, uh, <laughs> you make a really good point. If it's gonna sit in me, Oktoberfest might just be a little too heavy it's at true. the time. Oktoberfest is gonna slosh around. Yingling a bit. is pretty refreshing. Um, and I was on the fence about it already, so I will switch to a Yingling. <laughs> and uh, Jordan, depending on what you get here in the next pavilion, it's arguably the most refreshing of all. Um, we are now heading into the Japan Pavilion, yeah. which I would argue is my f- now my favorite World Showcase Pavilion. Um, last time we were there, we got the chance to really explore it for all that it's got. Yeah, and it it was amazing. Yeah. Um, so the Japan Pavilion, first of all, has like again like classic like Japanese architecture. Mm-hmm. It 
picture the Disney World version of Japan. That that's what you're getting, and it's it's great. The architecture is fantastic, um, and it's got a full on sit down teppanyaki restaurant. So you know your typical Benihana type place. Yeah. You're getting a counter service ramen restaurant. Right. You're getting a stand where you can get like good sushi. Mm-hmm. There's and yeah. there's like this um, Japanese art museum inside of the pavilion. Like <laughs> it doesn't look like there would be anything. It it just looks like it's a display building, right. but there's actually a full like art museum inside that, it. It's amazing. That is there. I forgot about that. And they have like this like fun like garden you can walk through. It's it's incredible. <laughs> I love the Japan pavilion. So by this point, I have the espresso martini. I have the frozen red stag lemonade. I'm feeling good. <laughs> And yeah, what? How many I'm, drinks have we had? We had three, then we hit Morocco, then we've had another two, right? Wrong. We had four, then we hit Morocco, and then we had another two. Wait, wait, we had. Is that? Oh, that's right. Germany. Mexico, Norway, China, and Germany. That's right. Then we hit lunch, then we had Italy and U.S. So now we're in Japan. So really, lunch has saved me because I think. Oh, for if sure. If not, I'd probably be close to just saying I'm yeah. done. <laughs> Now, but again, Jordan, depending on where we're at here, this is a a very good opportunity to sort of hit a hit the hard refresh in Japan. We're going to spend a lot of time in Japan because there's a very fun store mm-hmm. with a lot of Japanese pop culture stuff as well. Yeah. Between the big store, all the architecture, the restaurants. So I'm thinking at this point we do get a snack in my in yeah. what I'm thinking. Um, perhaps I get some ramen, you get some sushi. I'm not a big sushi guy. Whatever, what what have you? Yeah, I'm not sure I want to eat sushi after drinking all that alcohol, but that's fair. <laughs> um, so from here, we're going to talk a little bit about the the drink offerings. Um, so you got a lot of beer options. First of all, you got the Asahi Super Dry Draft. You've got a Kirin Light. Now I haven't had Kirin Light, but I've had Kirin Ichiban, which is very good. Mm-hmm. It's your it's your classic uh, lager. Yeah. You can get a uh, Goedo Amber, Ooh. a Goedo IPL, which I would assume is an IPA, but they name it differently in Japan. India I don't know. Pale Lager? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you can get a uh, Goedo Black and a Orion Lager. Now, this pavilion does have a couple of things I'm going to need you to look up. Uh, so let's start there. Let's do it. Um, we have a drink called the Kami, K-A-M-I. It's made up of gin, sake, uh, Calypco and lychee berries. Now, I don't know what Calypco is, and I need you to look it up. Yeah, start with a C or a K? C. So it's C-A-L-I-P-C-O. Calypco. We have got... Wait. No. What? What? <laughs> oh, it's Calyp... I think it... Oh, I think it auto-corrected. Calypco. Classic. Oh, and then I oh I see what happened. Um, <laughs> Just tell me what it well, is. Well, it's not Calypso, a joint NASA and CNES environmental satellite. Um, okay, <laughs> Mitch, this doesn't show up anywhere. Really? This uh, do it. C A L I P C O. C A L I P C O. Yep. Yeah. Calypco drink, maybe. Calypso? (laughs) 
Yeah, All Mitch, right, we're going to give up yeah, on this, I no, think. Don't know. It's not showing up. So it's a mystery, which maybe that's an exciting element. Next um, episode. <laughs> we've got a kochi, which is made up of sake, rum, fresh mint, yuzu juice, and orange juice. All right. So that's probably like a, like a mojito with a fun twist, mm-hmm. basically, Yeah. if I had to guess. Uh, oh, and by the way, um, this is probably the second most... Uh, drinks only to Italy. It's a pretty long list. Here. <laughs> oh God! And Mitch, um, we know both know what we're getting too. Oh yeah, I mean, we do. <laughs> but I still want to go in all of them. Um, That's fair. <laughs> we've got the Okinawa Sunrise. Um, again, probably just their version of a tequila sunrise. It's Calipco. Again, Calipco. Um, pineapple juice, orange juice, yuzu juice, Sprite uh, with a sprig of mint. Um, You've got a Rikiyu, which is rum, Calypco, egg white foam, and Kanako crumble. That one sounds crazy. <laughs> Don't know what's involved. Um, you've got a Sakurajima. That's, this one actually sounds very good, I will say. It is, it's a Japanese whiskey sour, so it's made with Japanese ingredients, and it's infused with cherry wood. That sounds great. Cherry wood? Yeah. What is that? Just like wood from a cherry tree. Really? So they just inf- okay, yeah. kind of just give it some flavor, stick some wood in there? Yeah, like, well, you get like a little bit of smokiness from the wood. You get a little bit of cherry in there. Huh. Yeah. People do real creative things, don't they, Mitch? <laughs> they really do. <laughs> um, again, you can get a variety of wines, like in most pavilions, but who cares? Um, you can get a Yogan, which is just basically their version of a Moscow mule. Again, made with Japanese oh, ingredients. Probably good. You can get a Calypco Banana Fizz. All right. Again, we don't know what Calypco <laughs> is. Oh, here's another one I need you to look up. See if anything comes up this time. It's called Shochu. So it's S-H-O-C-H-U. Hopefully we get something this time. <laughs> yes, S-H-O-C-H-U beverage. Here we go. Sochu drink. Uh, Soshu is a Japanese distilled beverage, less than 45% alcohol by volume. It is typically distilled from rice, barley, sweet potatoes, buckwheat, or brown sugar, though it is sometimes produced from other ingredients such as chestnuts, sesame seeds, potatoes, or even carrots. So we know it's a hard liquor akin to a vodka or a rum, probably. Yeah. Okay, so it's Shochu with Calypco, sweet banana, and sparkling water. (laughs) Does not sound good at all. I'll mention, um, I'm also reading, since straight shoshu is, has a high alcohol content, is best consumed with a chaser. Um, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> or or in a fizzy drink with bananas and uh, calypco. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's chasing it. We've got a golden grape. I will say this one actually sounds pretty good. Uh, it's plum wine, apple juice, and pinot noir. I'm on board for that. Interesting. A, dr- a nice dry red wine mixed with those ingredients, for sure. Could be good. Um, you've got an iced blood orange, which is gin, blood orange juice, and sparkling water. Again, yeah, not trying to get gin, those gin dreams. Yeah. I'm not into it. Don't want a gin dream. You've got a Japanese breeze, which, again, is just this pavilion's version of a sea breeze. <laughs> they, they always come up with new names for the same drinks. It's coconut rum, cranberry juice, and pineapple juice. I'm not saying that it's bad, but... Is, is it Japanese? <laughs> no, not in any way. Um, you've got a classic mojito, which is just rum and lime juice with a sprig of mint. So yeah. if you like mint in your drinks, you're going to like it. Um, there's a Momo whiskey sour, 
um, which I think is, again, just Japanese ingredients, but this one has peach schnapps in it. Okay. So, again, it sounds good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, you've got a Nigori Mimosa, which is made up of sake, orange juice, grenadine, and sparkling water. A shot if of Nigori, I, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was being more adventurous in this pavilion and didn't already have in mind what I wanted, that's probably what I would get, because that sounds good. Yeah, but... Because I've never really had sake before. I don't really know what's involved in sake, but I'm willing to try. I think I tried it once. Um, It's fine. (laughs) Uh, Jordan, this pavilion does just have a regular pina colada. What? Just pina colada. I don't understand. There's no additions (laughs) to it. It wasn't in the Mexico pavilion. Um, We've got a Tokyo sunset. Bet you can guess what this is trying to be. Um, It's coconut rum, creme de banana, peach schnapps and pineapple juice um you've got uh, a violet silk martini which this one actually does sound very good uh it's vodka shaken with purple pear juice and lime juice so Pur- sign wait, me purple up. pear juice yeah what so apparently there's a type of pear that's a purple pear and they juice it really i I had no idea Epcot had this many drinks, Mitch. <laughs> uh, believe me, I was surprised I, too. But I am here we shocked are. Right now, I don't remember this everywhere. We are fortunately rounding. Uh, we're in the latter half here, so that's <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> um, and Jordan, we're coming up on what we know is the so the last two items on our list here. Mm-hmm. The the last item being the one that, of course, we are going to get right. So. Of course, you've got the Sapporo, which is probably the most popular Japanese beer, easiest to find in America. Yeah. If you ever go to a Japanese restaurant, they probably have Sapporo. Right. Um, it, I mean, it's fantastic. It's a really, really yeah, good, good light beer. It's very crisp because it's made with rice instead of wheat. I love it. Nice. Um, and then you can get probably the most unique serving of beer that you'll ever find. Um <laughs> So it's topped most of the way with a regular Sapporo. Yeah. Then up at the very top, they have blended uh they have blended a Sapporo with ice. So like you know those frozen drink machines where it's got the little mm-hmm. wheel going around, yeah. you can just do it right from a dispenser. They just put Sapporo in one of those with ice. Mm-hmm. And then kind of do like a soft serve of that yeah. on top of the beer. So it kind of looks like the foam of the beer. Yeah. But you're getting a little bit of that, like that frozen drink on top yeah. of the beer. Makes the beer so, so delicious, cold. so refreshing, yeah. so cold. Oh, it is amazing. I love it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who thought of that. I don't know why you can't find it anywhere else, yeah. but it is amazing. I, I wish I could have one right now, Mitch. I'd, Agreed. I'd risk COVID and <laughs> take the flight over. I'll just have to <laughs> stick to my Paloma Sour. See, it, as great as that sounded at the beginning of podcast, now it sounds so lame. <laughs> it's true. Compared to <laughs> compared the other to stuff this, we've talked least, about. I mean, compared to a frozen beer. <laughs> now, we for sure both get the frozen Sapporo. Oh, yeah. Um, now, you've probably cooled off a bit, to be honest. Um, your last two drinks have been beer we're probably going at a slow pace here with japan i'm probably not doing terrible but i'm feeling good i'm not feeling sick or anything i don't think but japan we're spending a good amount of time in so you got to consider that yeah so we're we're really cooling off then yeah so i mean i think 
With the last two drinks, I think this was a good way for me to cool down just enough where I'm still feeling it, but I can yeah, you were, you know, keep going. You were a little too much for a while. You were yelling at people on the street. Yes. I, I was getting a slightly <laughs> go, belligerent. Go back to uh, China. I didn't understand why you were saying that to don't people. Don't put that on me. You can't say that. You thought it was funny, That's though, because you were telling them to go back to the pavilions. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Like the workers. <laughs> right, <laughs> sure. Um, so, you know, this was a good hard reset for me. And then we get into a pavilion that we were already in, Morocco. Yeah. And a pavilion that I have definitely never had a drink in. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and this one's interesting because... So, Morocco... <laughs> Unfortunately, for the architecture, just basically picture Aladdin. <laughs> like that's basically what they did. Um, they kind of just went with like Northern Africa, Middle East, like whatever you're going to see in most of those countries for the classic architecture is what you're getting. Um, they also have a fun like flea market type environment too, with a couple of different restaurants. It's a fun pavilion that I am willing to admit I haven't given the time of day in in most of our trips. Right. Um. Next time we're there, I'm definitely going to spend some more time there for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and there, Jordan, what I will say, not only are the cocktails that they offer re- sound really good, they easily have the best names of any of the pavilions. <laughs> They're we'll, not so all we'll Aladdin-based. <laughs> no, they are not, okay. fortunately. <laughs> so we're going to start off with the Andalusian Nights. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't sound like a we're fantastic a cocktail <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> Um, so you're getting apricot brandy, Myers dark rum, orange juice, and pina colada mix. Tell me that doesn't sound like that a good drink. Good, yeah. Um, so you get a you get a variety of different Moroccan beers. I couldn't get a lot of mm-hmm. details on what they were, or okay, what they tasted like. But anyway, we've got the Cypress Sun again. Sounds very Cypress fun. Cypress Sun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope they say it like that. <laughs> Uh, it's, it doesn't sound very good in my opinion. It's, it's a dessert drink. So if we had decided to get our dessert drink here instead of Italy, maybe, uh, it's almond liqueur, creme de cacao, orange juice, and coconut milk. So not for me, Yeah, but it's probably pretty good. There's the Marbella summer. Again, uh, the names are on point. (laughs) This one is brandy, grand gala liqueur, and strawberry puree served frozen. You might have to look up Grand Gala liqueur because I'm very curious off of the Grand name. Grand Gala? Yeah, like G-R-A-N-D-G-A-L-A. Right. Like you're attending a Grand Gala. That's why I'm <laughs> in, so in curious. Cause, yeah, what on earth is Grand Gala liqueur? Grand Gala. Sign me up, probably. There we go. Uh, what is Grand Gala liqueur, people ask? Let's see. It's a rare blend of VSOP. Question mark. Italian brandy infused with the rich and lively flavor of fresh oranges. That Marbella Summer sounds pretty good, then. Yeah. Well, someone asked, is Grand Gala the same as Triple Sec? Um, <laughs> I don't Get your head out know. of your ass. Of course it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's for a Grand Gala, obviously. <laughs> um, all right. So to finish this up. We've got the Mediterranean Journey. Again, fantastic name. <laughs> it's a uh, it's Cointreau, which is basically a. It's also an orange liqueur, but it's much stronger Quantro. than triple sec. Uh, Cointreau. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Get together. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> At first, I thought you were doing Nacho Libre. Contra. No. <laughs> that was what I was picturing, but anyway. Nope. <laughs> it's Cointreau, peach vodka, and orange juice topped with grenadine. I can't go wrong with that. that Come on. Yeah. It's pretty good. You've got you got a pomegranate mimosa, which is pretty much just going to be, you know, champagne, orange juice with a little bit of a splash of pomegranate juice. Okay, pomegranate juice is delicious, so I'm on board for that. Uh, you've got a you've got the Spice Road signature sangria. Now, Spice Road is, I believe, Spice Road's table is the tapas restaurant, so it's their signature sangria. Okay. Um, so sangria for those who don't know is typically made with either red or white wine, brandy, and then, like, a bunch of fruit that, like, the the juices of the fruit kind of get diffused into the drink, and then the wine and the brandy also get soaked up into the fruit. So sangria is a lovely, a lovely blend. <laughs> I highly recommend. Um, and then finally you get the Tangier's Breeze. Tell me, not, tell me that's not a great <laughs> name. Great. Yeah. This one is peach vodka, Midori, and pineapple juice. This is the one that I'm getting personally. So you're getting that sounds amazing. That sounds pretty good. It sounds great. Yeah, I. They all sounded pretty good. I love the names. None of them really super grabbed me though, to be honest. Um, That's fair. I mean, they're I, pretty. Some of them are on the on the more average side. Yeah, I'm honestly interested in what a Moroccan beer is. So I, you know, I'm a beer drinker at heart. I would probably stay safe on this one. That's Stick a to fair the beer option. That's fair. Yeah, I get it. Now at this point, Jordan. We hit um, what I'm thinking is going to be our dinner because, okay. well, maybe not. Well, we'll see what you think. Um, from here, we go from the Morocco Pavilion to the France Pavilion. Okay. Now, the France Pavilion, it's very fun. You kind of picture like the alleys of Paris, like a lot of tight walkways and <laughs> um, bakeries on every corner. It's very fun. The little um, Eiffel Tower. Yes, there's a mini Eiffel Tower inside it. It's delightful. <laughs> um, now, I will say from a drink standpoint, this is by far the weakest pavilion. Huh. Not a lot offered. All about the desserts. Yes, so maybe not dinner, because the next pavilion, I think, is our dinner. But yeah. a lot of great snacks in this pavilion, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Excellent bakery that is pretty much never busy. I don't know how they manage that, but it's delicious. And um, so, again, this pavilion, a little weak in the way of drinks. So let's talk about it. You know, I'm coming off that delicious Tangier's breeze. I'm feeling it again coming up in the France You're pavilion. Loose. You're yelling at people again. It's awkward. I'm starting to yell at where I'm starting to ask employees where the Ratatouille ride's going to go. They don't know. <laughs> I'm just so excited about the Ratatouille <laughs> ride that I can't help myself. Um, Speaking but in a, a French bum- accent. Oui, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oui. Hello, Ratatouille. Like a crepe. <laughs> I'm just, just so right embarrassed. Their faces. <laughs> you spit on accent. Um, <laughs> anyway, go for it. So in France, uh, the, the primary offering is wine. Not that that's a surprise. Yeah. Um, so you, you get a Chardonnay, Cabernet Sauvignon, you get a Pinot Noir, and you get a, a Champagne. Now, I will say, it wasn't listed as Prosecco. It was listed as Champagne. Okay. 
Are you, are you familiar with the delineation there? A little bit. Yes. So basically, you can only call it champagne if it was made in the Champagne region of France. Okay. So that makes me think that this it is might be real champagne. The genuine article, yeah. champagne. All right. Um. So all of those are on the table. You can get a frosé, which is uh, a frozen drink made with rosé, vodka, and peach puree. That sounds very good, uh, to be honest. Um. You can get a Cronenborg 1664 beer. 16, um, okay. It's a French beer. I, I'm not familiar. All right. um, and then finally, you can just get a classic mimosa. So if you want champagne with some really nice orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm going with the Frosé, personally. I'm, I want to keep my buzz going. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely more than a buzz at this point. It's but I want to keep whatever well it is a going. Buzz, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm... I'm borderline bullet. You're telling Jacques you love his crepes. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's name is just like just Josh, Josh. And he's very upset with me. And I then think he it's has Jacques. To wear it's this, Josh. Uh... <laughs> he's wearing a beret. beret yeah. He doesn't even like it. He's always got to have a baguette in his pocket. <laughs> um, okay, so question for you. Is it just the two of us on this uh, outing? Or are uh, our wives there? No. But it could just be the two of us doing this part of it. Okay. Because I was going to say, if my wife's around while we're doing this, I may do a bit of a cheat and sip off her wine. Because... You know what? I'll grant you that. Okay. Because I'm I'm a little interested. I I haven't had a wine yet on the trip. I don't really like wine, but uh, France and wine, I get it. Um, I probably want to slow a little bit again. I'm likely taking maybe a few sips of a of a dry red <laughs> that's fair i mean you know that's what? where i'm at it's not like wine is low in alcohol so you're still getting oh something i'm still from getting a, more than a buzz mitch i'm you know <laughs> i'm not yelling at josh but i i'm eating his baguette right out of his pocket <laughs> now jordan from here we we get to dinner and probably the m- most fun country for me to be this drunken um <laughs> From here, we hit the UK Pavilion. <laughs> um, now, the UK Pavilion's very fun. Like, picture, like, like what you picture Jack the Ripper, like, running through the streets. Those <laughs> yeah. those streets. But if Jack the Ripper wasn't there, and it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, that was the best way I could think to describe it, for whatever reason. <laughs> um, but the UK Pavilion's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So not only are we getting that... Uh, the Mary Poppins ride coming up here. Um, we've got a number of fun stores where you can get primarily uh, Beatles, Rolling Stones, and soccer memorabilia. Those are like the main three things yeah. they sell there. I just um, a quick side note, Mitch. I just I just thought how funny it would be if the, the Mary Poppins ride was just everyone. You have to just hold on to an umbrella and fly around. It's just a large group of people all holding on to an umbrella yeah. together. Bizarre. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> um, so you get a you get a fun little fish and chips stand, yeah, where you can just get fish and chips, and then we're going to where we classically. Mm, now, if this is an ideal world world showcase trip, yeah, I actually think we save dinner for the last pavilion uh, for the fireworks. We'll talk about why. Well, I may just put it. <laughs> so I, I think we're going to save dinner, actually. Now, 
Rose, so the big dinner spot in the UK pavilion is the Rose and Crown. It's a very fun place. Yeah. You can get your typical British fare. Um, now, the reason for me that I think this would be the the most fun to be drunk in is because combined with the Rose and Crown is like a classic Irish pub where you can just sit at the bar yeah. and have drinks. And, you know, Jordan, this is something that I can't believe we didn't mention before now. The employees in every single pavilion are from that country. Yeah. I can't believe I hadn't mentioned that yet. That's such a fun element to it, the world show. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I, obviously we knew it in our heads. I guess I just weren't, wasn't saying that out loud. So I guess not right, everyone exactly. knows that. So it's like, it's people who like came to work there for the summer or like a, on an internship or whatever. But seriously, every single pavilion, the people who work in there are actually from that country. Yeah, and they It'll say and they like have the city nice that they're from you. and everything. And they have to be nice to <laughs> Even you. Even the French. <laughs> So I walk into this Irish pub like I'm hot shit, and I'm just like, well, well, what's all this then? Just really getting aggressive with it's a British good accent. Time, eh? Oh, you got a beer there, innit? it? And they're just, they hate me. They're having such a bad time. Um, and, but so, you know, we walk into this Irish pub like we own the place. Sure. And I got to tell you, there are some very fun options in here. <laughs> that you're not getting anywhere else. <laughs> so, starting off, you've got some classic beer options. You got a Bass Ale, you have Harp Lager, uh, you've got a Strongbow Cider, um, you've got Guinness Smithics. Smithics is like a, a brown ale, I believe, or a red ale. It's spelled Smithwicks, but it's pronounced Smithics. Smithics? I found out. Yeah. Interesting. And then you've got Boddington's. Boddington's was the only one I didn't recognize. It's some kind of beer. Yeah. Um, but it's not particularly important. Um, now, Jordan, what this place does primarily, they do a lot of different half and half beer options. Um, so they'll give you half of one beer and half of the other in the same drink. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. As like a fun way of mixing them up. So yeah, to they, start off. You've not done that before? It's, it's just not as common in America. Basically, you've never had like, like a, like a black and tan and stuff. Well, that's actually the first one on the menu. Oh, okay. I've had it before. I, I'm familiar with okay. it, but it's not as easy to find. Yeah, um, I'll give you that. There's one by us that does it, but so you can start off with the black and tan, which is just half Bass Ale and half Guinness. Yeah. Uh, you can get a black velvet, which is half a uh, Strongbow Cider and half Guinness. That sounds great. <laughs> um, you can get a Bumblebee which is half Boddington's and half Guinness. All right. Um, you can get a cider with a shot of black currant juice. <laughs> now, that is what I had last time we were there. Boy, is it good. <laughs> you get the sweetness of the cider, the tartness of the black currant. It's all there. Um, now, you can get a cider and fireball, oh, which, is str- which is... Strongbow cider, whiskey, fireball, and ginger ale. So whiskey and fireball, mind you. Uh, that's a bit um, much at this point in the day for me. I would I would agree. <laughs> um, now, there's the golden, which is half harp, half bass. There's the half and half, which is half harp, half Guinness. Um, and then we get into the cocktails. There's the leaping leprechaun. I can't imagine the people working at the pavilion are cool with that, right? <laughs> 
It sounds like it might be uh, quietly removed from the menu soon. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of picturing Bob Iger walking into the bar being like, the top of the morning to you. I have a leaping leprechaun. And they're all just like, <sighs> he's like, I'm so glad I added this onto the menu. I, I really <laughs> wish he didn't run the place. Um, so leaping leprechaun actually does sound really, really strong. <laughs> it is Jameson. Jameson Irish whiskey, rum, vodka, Midori, sour mix, and Sprite. So it's basically a Long Island iced tea. Uh, Very intense. Okay. Um, there's the Pim's Cup, which is Pim's number one and Sprite. I think Pim's <laughs> is just gin. I think Pim's. Yeah, I don't. But again, <laughs> I don't know for sure. <laughs> you can get a Shandy, which is just uh, harp with some Sprite. Yeah. That sounds good. You can get a snake bite, which is half cider, half harp. Uh, and then you can finally can get a Welsh dragon, uh, which is peach, uh, peach schnapps, melon liqueur, creme de menthe, uh, orange juice, and pineapple juice. Hmm. That's a lot, too. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like I mentioned, I came in here pretty wildly drunk. Um, You're really making fun of the workers who are just trying yes, to earn a living. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Um, so at this point, I feel like those around me are still supportive of the cause, but at the same time are going to hold me back a little bit and kind of force me to get something a little yeah. lighter. You, Disney security has been made aware of you, but they're not doing anything. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and so what I'm going to get is the same thing I got last time I was there, which is a Strongbow Cider with a shot of black currant juice in it. Okay. I really enjoyed that, and I, I know it's delicious, so I'm going to get it again. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts here, Jordan? Uh, me, Mitch, uh, I went in there thinking Guinness all the way. Um, I forgot they did black and tans. I do black and tan. There's no doubt in my mind. Black and tan. I love it. Easy enough. Yeah. Now, Jordan, we hit the last pavilion Uh really hung really hankering for a for a nice meal and a, a nice drink with that meal perhaps yeah um and you know we're there at the finish line we know what's coming yeah and so we hit the canada pavilion um i'm gonna be perfectly honest the architecture of the canada pavilion very little to speak of yeah it's, it's not particularly interesting to look at it's like the architecture in regular canada <laughs> Right. There's not they much there, go, right? <laughs> they didn't go with the fairy tale version of it like they did with every other country, which again, I don't really know what the fairy tale version of Canada looks like. Yeah. Is it like but for some, is it like log cabins made of maple syrup? I don't know. For some really reason know. Disney just decided to take the brute real gritty version of Canada and throw right. it at us. And again, they've got that 360 360 degree Canada movie with with Martin Short, etc. I don't care. <laughs> but here is Canada's saving grace, Jordan. Arguably, the what some may consider to be the best restaurant in any Disney park. Yes. I'm not even exaggerating here. Yeah, the the Le Cellier Canadian Steakhouse. Yeah, it is considered just an incredible restaurant. It's very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it is so hard to get reservations for it. <laughs> but I mean, if you can get in, you're having an amazing time. Like that is guaranteed. Oh yeah. So. If we're talking about the ideal World Showcase trip here, yeah. I think we made reservations for a late dinner at La Cellier knowing that we were going to really need a, 
hefty meal after all of this. <laughs> yeah, we. I love a good steak, Mitch. Right when we get the six month limit where we can make uh, uh, reservations for restaurants, yes. we we book that yes. immediately. And well, I guess we maybe we have a better chance because it's like ten o'clock when we book. <laughs> right, for sure. Like we're booking super late, and honestly, like. Again, Le Cellier has been warned about me. Like, they were considering canceling our reservation. (laughs) Fortunately, I was able to pull myself together, get in there without too much trouble, and we're seated, so it's all right. Yeah, you broke a glass at the English pub. That's when things kind of took a new level on the security thing, but they're still going to let you I was put on, like, a final warning. They they weren't saying, like, oh, like, you're going to get kicked out of the park, but they're being like, we we may put you back in future world. Yeah, um, but the thing is, if you cause a disturbance in Canada, you're just going to get bothered by the the Disney Mountain Mounties, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, it's, that's they, no they use a different yeah. security detail who doesn't <laughs> care as much, so it's not a big All deal. All security detail is uh, is themed. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's why China is not a very fun pavilion <laughs> to be in, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want- Okay. <laughs> so Jordan, you know, pretty much all of these drink offerings, I believe I got from Le Cellier's menu. So that, you know, if we're keeping a, a narrative here, it, it works. Okay. Um, so here are the drink offerings that we've got. First off, we have one that I need you to Google. It is Blanche de Chambly. I have no idea what <laughs> it is. Uh, and I'm going to spell it for you. Uh, it's B L A N. C H E D E C H A M B L Y. I think it may be a beer. Blanche de Chambly. Blanche de Chambly. Fun name. I'll give him that. Oh, hilarious name. <laughs> it reminds me of the Golden Girl. <laughs> Agreed. It does make me uh, think of the Golden Girls. I think it's Girls. a beer. It is a beer. Yeah. Okay. We've got a number of other beers on the list. I, this okay. one was just not obviously a beer, so I wanted to check. Um, all right. So we've, we've got a Blanche de Chambly. Um, we've got a Blueberry Ice Wine Martini, uh, which is Whoa. vodka Chateau de Charmes Vidal. I'm not going to make you look that up, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and then muddled blueberries. Muddled? Yeah, you know what muddled means, right? Like, just kind of dispersed, like just kind of soft. So muddled, muddled means that you like drop the fruit in the bottom of the glass and then you kind of squish it so that the okay. juices are released. I guess that's not kind of where I was going, but yeah, okay. Yeah, right. You got a cucumber cooler, which is uh, rye whiskey, which you're going to see a lot on this menu. Uh, lime juice and muddled cucumber. Muddled cucumber sounds very gross to me, if I'm going to yeah. be honest. Mitch, I'm going to get right to the point. Is there any drink with maple syrup? Close. Okay. <laughs> we'll say that. All right. All right. Um, and we've got a number of beers. We've got Labatt Blue, uh, which is like their Miller Lite, from what I could tell. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Is kinda, it's like their Miller. <laughs> all right. Um, actually, Molson is basically their Miller, because Molson used to be, or Molson is still part of Molson Coors, which owns Miller. Molson is their big beer, basically. Oh, right. Yep. Um, you've got Moosehead Lager, Moosehead Pale Ale, a St. Ambrose Apricot Wheat, and a St. Ambrose Oatmeal Stout. 
So those, okay. I mean, some good, some good beer Pretty options. Good. And then we got arguably the grossest drink I've seen on any list. <laughs> and it is the Le Cellier Bloody Caesar. Um, now, Jordan, are you a Bloody Mary guy? I don't think you are. No, can't do it. It's like that, but worse. Oh, no. <laughs> it is a rye whiskey with Clamato, which if you're not familiar, is tomato juice with clam juice in it. Ugh. Um, bitters and then a blend of seasonings and it's listed on the menu as a canadian favorite <laughs> oh come on canada agreed Jeez. <laughs> and now we get to probably the best one on the list the ottawa apple which was the closest to what you had suggested it's maple whiskey uh oh. apple with uh, apple infusion and cranberry juice that sounds very good yeah um we've got the montreal 75 which is gin, sparkling wine, peach puree, and lime juice. Don't want those gin dreams, Mitch. Don't want those gin we're dreams. Already, That's right. Yeah. I mean, we're already set for a rough night, probably. So. We've got the Toronto, which is rye whiskey, bitters, simple syrup, and fernet. I knew what fernet was at some point. It is lost on me now. Um, we have the Victoria Raspberry, which is vodka, lime juice, and raspberry puree. Pretty good. And then finally, the winter old fashioned, uh, which is rye whiskey, muddled fruit, chocolate and orange flavored bitters, and with a splash of club soda. I gotta admit, Canada wasn't bringing the heat when it came to drinks, <laughs> uh, but we didn't we didn't go to La Cellier for the drinks. We went there for the amazing steak, and yeah. that's fine. That's now, the only reason we went to Canada. <laughs> to me, this is the obvious choice here. We're getting the Ottawa Apple. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And end, ending the night on that, watching the fireworks, uh, taking the Disney bus back to Port Orleans. <laughs> being aggressive on that bus. <laughs> being highly aggressive on <laughs> that bus. He just came from Canada. So he just keeps saying A to everyone really annoyingly. A, A. Uh, we, gr- we growl at someone who accidentally runs into us while we're getting off the bus, like what happened to you that yeah, one time. That... Not on Disney property. That would never happen on Disney property. Yeah, that, yeah. That it's a it's a fairy tale at Disney, not a nightmare like what I experience. <laughs> so, Jordan, we're we're getting home, and while most people would have a great night's sleep with this many drinks in them, I won't be able to sleep because for some reason that's how my body works when I've had too much to drink. <laughs> now, Jordan, we had a great time, right? Oh, Mitch, I I hope we get to do this one day. <laughs> I hope we get to do this one day, and I hope we even have a single person listening by the end of the episode. Because <laughs> quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if they all dropped off. This <laughs> is, I think, our longest episode. The, I think it may just beat the watch-along. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, some people did listen to that. We should just say some weird things that uh, <laughs> if people, like, uh, it really pays off if they listened at the end. Do you mean like cancelable or just generally weird? Oh, just generally weird. No, not like. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> just making sure. Just making sure. Um, just yeah, weird. Yeah, it's hard to come up with on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's if you t- if you, I'm more likely to just say something weird without being prompted than when someone asks me say something weird. Oh yeah, it's like when a comedian walks down the street and someone says, "Hey, you're funny. Say something funny." Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's got to be tough for them. <laughs> I'm a professional weird person, but if someone tells me to say something weird, I, I freeze. I, I say, um, you got money on you? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, Jordan, I, I had a great time. And for all those out there still listening, you know, 
that was my birthday gift from you that you listened. Because quite frankly, I yeah, wouldn't you, have asked you your, to. <laughs> your birthday gift was getting to do all this research. Yeah, this was purely self-indulgent. That so I, if you're still here, I, I do really yeah. appreciate it. And then uh, um, just got to live out your wildest fantasies getting <laughs> super drunk at Disney. <laughs> can, can I be real? Getting very drunk in Epcot is kind of a dream. That, <laughs> like, that's up there. I hope to be there one day. So, <laughs> so Jordan, we should definitely wrap this up. Um <laughs> Yeah, you got some so editing that, to do. <laughs> not tonight, fortunately. Oh, that's right. We're on a better or, schedule yeah, than usual. Uh, um, now that said, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts. I know this Just is a for, bad forget week. The last, to, <laughs> forget this episode. I know this is a bad week <laughs> to recommend that. But that said, like I said before, if you do rate and review us five stars, we'll read your review word for word on the podcast. Still stands. Um. We are at Any Ideas Podcast on Twitter and Any Ideas on Facebook. Again, you comment on the Facebook posts. We'll read it word for word. First three people to do it. Um, and then we are at the Any Ideas Pod at gmail.com. Again, we will also read your emails verbatim. We're really trying. <laughs> We're guys. desperate. Guys. Uh, we, we want that engagement. Now, the, the theme this week for the second time was the Epcot Interventions Loop. In an ideal world, that's our theme every week, but I'm too worried about Disney calling us out. <laughs> um, and until next time, remember, turns out you can get kicked out of the park for drunkenly screaming at the animatronics on Frozen Ever After for taking Maelstrom away. <laughs> 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 <laughs>